mind blowing to me. Top ten? I feel like you haven't thought that out. <laughs> Man, why you gotta? Uh, why don't yuck his yum? This is Jelani, and with me as always are a never hard and a big giant man clip, Martin and Brady. It's because we love our kids. Because we love our stupid, selfish, ungrateful, little shit faces. That's why. I'd rather go to Afghanistan than another kid's baseball game. This week, we thought we'd pay homage to the moms out there with a special Bad Dads episode for the upcoming Mother's Day holiday. Focusing on what else? Bad moms. It's time. Early early Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Exactly. Happy Mother's Day. That's right. No Uh, cardboard cutouts. No macaroni here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So bad moms. Bad moms. I have never seen. I I thought I had, but I have not. I I had seen seen a bad mom's Christmas, so a huge faux pas on my part. I went out of order. Oh, you Um, did? Yeah, I don't know why or how. I think it was just on, and I kind of fell into it, and I enjoyed it enough at the time, so I just kept watching. Yeah, that Um, seems like, that seems right. Like, if you fall into (laughs) it, you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to keep watching this. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened, and I just, yeah, just kind of was in all of a sudden, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty enjoyable. Bad Moms, better. Yes. Yeah. So, I wish I would have fallen into that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so we're covering Bad Moms from 2016 and A Bad Mom's Christmas from 2017. Three moms get tired of trying to be perfect and discover they are not alone. I think it holds for both. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, I thought it was interesting that they uh, that they definitely like kept kept the same pretty much theme of like she lost everything she learned in the first one. <laughs> it's like yeah. we don't have to be perfect, and then it starts with. God, it's so hard being a perfect mom. I'm like, oh, okay, so last year didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw the the writers. They wrote they wrote it kind of as a an, an homage to their wives and like interviewed a bunch of moms, just kind of getting little you know stories and war stories and you know all the things that real life moms have gone through and yeah. i definitely felt like watching it i watched it with mary she's she went to the theater i think and saw it with a friend or a couple of friends and i remember at the time i definitely felt like i could pick out like really applicable situations to you know our lives so i i can see why not just moms but dads and anyone that you know has any affiliation with a family unit would yeah. would be able to relate to and find things really funny. Jen and I had seen Bad Moms. We had not seen A Bad Moms Christmas. And just like you said, Brady, you can find the points of your life that you know mirror what's going on. But we also talked about this before with the uh, Nate Bargatze stand-up. Yep. <laughs> and his joke where he's like, I'm the dad. When he calls him <laughs> like anything related to the kids, he's like, are you sure you're calling the right person? Unless there's two dads, you should not call the dad. <laughs> So, yeah, so you can see, like, some of the moms that, you know, take on so much. And, you know, I can say the same thing for our family. Like, Jen does a ton, and you can see some of the stresses that it just puts on her. I feel like a ton of under-the-radar, like, underappreciated little things. I don't think I'm going to be – I'm not the dad sitting at the table, house and cereal, and oblivious to everything that's going on. I definitely feel like I hold my own and and go above and beyond. But, yeah, I think there's a general – sense of 
like just taking care of business yeah that yeah. gets done so that's what that's like the, what uh what a lot of therapists if you, go to, <laughs> if you go to counseling they'll tell you that moms and wives in general and women in general will take on more of the mental load and that's like the, the better way to put it so like yes maybe maybe dads or you know husbands are doing doing a lot but they're not they don't have everything on their minds like they don't know the bus number right <laughs> like a lot of times i happen to know my bus number but but a lot of times uh they just don't don't carry a lot of that mental load and that's really what it is that's more exhausting it's not always like the, the physical things of doing but it's it's like having everything in your mind so that's what we we appreciate most about moms yeah. in our yeah. lives I, I I would say the same for Jen. Like she keeps everything under wraps and gets it like on our calendar. She like knows when the kids have to go to the doctor, when they have to go to the dentist, you know, all those things are are laid out. And I'm like, you're writing this calendar for like five months down the road. She's like, yeah, otherwise we won't do it yeah. <laughs> and it won't get done. <laughs> yeah. There's no shortage of things. I definitely am just like, oh, your doctor's appointment. Okay. Got it. Thanks for, thanks for letting me know that you're taking the kids to that. I'm, I'll be at work or you know at home currently, but whatever. But it's uh, I thought that it goes back to you know you can go to any stand up comedian. I mean, why things are funny is because you can relate to them in a lot of different ways. And I over and over again, I felt like it was hitting on enough of those notes where it's just like I can only imagine Mary, you know, at the theater watching this and being like, yes. Yes, you know, and find, and, finally somebody's saying it. <laughs> right. And then obviously over the top, uh, you know, making it hilarious. I'm trying, I will say, like, the first 40 minutes of this movie, maybe, this had potential to be one of the funniest movies I'd ever seen. Wow, that's, that's high praise. And then it got, like, yes. hearty and serious, and I like, it decided it didn't want to be that. I see, for me, I think it was based on one person. <laughs> and I see if you could guess which one. Um, I I don't disagree with you, Catherine Hahn. Yes, this is Catherine two weeks Hahn. in a row of uh, some yes. Catherine Hahn in our life, which wasn't lost on us. I could I, I laughed at everything she did. Yes. I think in almost in both movies, there see, was yeah. a, a few scenes in the second one where I was like, eh, okay, that wasn't that that well written. But so I would agree, she definitely is the over the top comedy. However, I actually think it's really well cast for all the yes. three primary moms. I think right. Mila Kunis. Yes, please. Great, but Kristen Bell as the like super she, like she nailed it. Yeah, that's not. She's been other characters and very believably as like forgetting Sarah Marshall as like the, sure. the the hot chick. But this, she plays the like neurotic. Yes, whatever neurotic mom, <laughs> like very very sheltered well. yeah. and just completely. And that's the thing. Like so Kiki, when yeah. right, so when she kind of is coming out of her shell, I thought she was really funny. Yes. Like, and I thought Mila had moments of being really. Fun. I, I thought in general, it. I mean, the supermarket scene is just pure comedy gold. I mean, they are all over the place, and it's awesome. And they're making you know white Russians in a uh, in a two <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a gallon yeah, milk jug. <laughs> was it was it chocolate white Russians? Because it was chocolate. Milk, I think that's the Kahlua. That was supposed oh, the to be Kahlua. the Kahlua. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine unless they grab chocolate milk, which would probably would work just as well. But. Yeah, no, I, and yeah, I don't, but it. That, they were I, to my to that, my that best guess funny. that the way, cereal yeah. I was like eh whatever but then when they got started making yeah mixing white Russians <laughs> in their in their mouths and Catherine Hahn spits it out I mean she I, I can't say enough about her I oh, thought I mean, she was she, the multitude of people she made out with randomly <laughs> <laughs> through the course too. of both movies just like that was such an amazing awesome, you know amazing yeah. gag she but. validated my love for single moms. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, she is fantastic. Yeah, I, so I do think it was well cast. And obviously, I thought uh, in the first movie, uh, Christina Applegate was a great like villain mom, uh, head of the totally. PTA. I, I like I like her too. And normally she plays, I think, somebody more, more likable. But uh, like we talked about before, when you can like play some but play the villain really well and where you kind of like hate that person yeah that means you're you're doing a good job and and i really yeah she you kind of i kind of felt her. great to have him there i don't think jada and uh, annie mamolo really got to do anything and no, they kind of were no. just there and i felt like a little unnecessary only because they just didn't have to do yeah, anything jada, jada was definitely underutilized so yeah that part great to have him in the movie i yeah. just don't really know that it was necessary and maybe and where were they on the second one i thought you know it's I think they could have used Christina Applegate a, she a little bit a cameo, more. Yeah, yeah, she had a cameo. cameo. It was funny because I was watching it. We like, might have realized just don't really. We didn't need yeah, them maybe. the first one. We just, yeah, we don't maybe. need them for the second yeah. one. I was watching and I was like, "Oh, there's Christina Applegate. I wonder what she's been up to." And then I went and looked at her IMDb. I'm like, "Oh yeah, she's been working. Yeah, <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> she's been like, like everything. Netflix, she was in a Netflix show like a couple something about someone di- like a yeah. husband dying or something. Yeah, with uh, I didn't watch Linda it, Cardellini. But... There you go. Dead to me. Dead to me. There you um, go. I remember seeing it coming up over and over again. I was like, eh, not, not for me. But. Yeah, but I was like, oh, you know, she was in Anchorman and then well, what? And then I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Just shows here and there, like <laughs> left and right. And I was like, oh, okay. She's great. I mean, you think she's she's Kelly Bundy. Yeah, I've liked it's, her since Kelly Bundy. It's crazy. I mean, she's had Don't Tell Mom Babysitter's Dead. I mean, Such a she's, great movie. I can't. I, I actually want to show my kids that Her one career soon. arc is awesome. You know, and it's she's been around for so long. I mean, to think of what she was, you know, Kelly Bundy. That's growing up like it, she'll never not be Kelly Bundy. Never not. And I'm sure there's people that there's people like that for you know other actresses and actors out there. But yeah, she's. I watched a lot of Married to Children when I was young. Yeah. So. <laughs> Whether I should have, right. whether we yeah. should have, or we were allowed to, definitely. Yeah. Did. But I mean, to think that you know, David Faustino's not out here cranking out hits. Nope. You know. <laughs> But so. it's never going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Seagal, Ed O'Neill, they're all still working. Yeah, they're all still moving. Three or four, not bad. Yeah, I feel like for, for maybe some of our younger listeners, uh, Mila Kunis <laughs> is probably always going to be from that 70s, 70s show. show. Yeah, yeah, I never watched. I never really or watched Meg that. from Family Guy. Like, yeah, I mean, the yeah, voice, yes. The voice. I think the I have to separate animal. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I just, think, uh, yeah, you can't She's be... the Kelly Bundy of, uh, of that generation. Of that era. Yeah, that era. Yeah, um, yeah so I'm... Look, she's easy on the eyes, doesn't disappoint. So I'm I'm in on Amila, Amila starring role. I That's... wanted to go. I wanted to go back to when you mentioned uh, Kristen Bell playing the mm-hmm. you know the nerdy little like <laughs> Kiki <laughs> Kiki Mama Four and whatnot. <laughs> I think she has tremendous range. Like yeah, I've yeah. seen her in this, and then and did you guys ever watch House of Lies? I is that Cheadle? Yeah, yeah Cheadle's in it. Yeah, I think I remember. I think you. I am a big fan. Watching, of that show. I, should, I should finish it. I, I, I never started. But. She's in it. Uh, what's his name? He plays John Ralphio on uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, he's <laughs> so funny. I, he's he's the best improv comedian. Um, it's uh, Middleditch and Schwartz. He's Schwartz. Yeah, ben Schwartz. Yeah, I don't ben remember Schwartz. his. Yeah, his. Uh, my gosh, that's amazing. And then uh, Josh Lawson is the other guy in the like in there for Triumvirate, and he's the new Kano in the Mortal Kombat. But, oh yeah. Um, yeah. She does, she does such a good job in, in that show, and she's completely off type, like not the absolute opposite of this character. She's um, like type A, really like hard, 
Yeah, like hard driving, like yeah. yo, she's more closer to Catherine Hahn than she is. Right. Yeah, I, I think I remember the first episode. She's sleeping with Cheadle, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. you and you mentioned Sarah Marshall. I mean, that's yeah. that's obviously I love that movie, and yeah, Very good. she's playing a, a different character altogether. I never watched Veronica Mars. So I, I, I did. I watched every episode and the movie. Oh, right. oh, right. <laughs> Target audience. <laughs> I don't know why I did. I heard it was good, and it was. It was pretty good. It was. Um, it's the same show creator as um, a one that you'll appreciate. Uh, Party Down. Uh, me as Jeremy, who you pointed to. Yes, yes. you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I forget the guy. I forget this. It's uh, it's like Rob Thomas or something like that, which is not the singer. <laughs> not from. Are you sure? It's not Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> not Matchbox Twenty. Rob Thomas. But um, um, Veronica Mars, yeah, it was it was pretty good. It's a detective show, you know, high school um, thing like that. And she played that character really well. It was witty, well written. Yeah. Um, and that was my introduction to her. And and yeah, it was. Um, I, I think I think worth you know worth watching. Yeah. Probably not as forty year old men, but when I was younger. <laughs> but this, Rob Thomas is right for Veronica Mars, but didn't know. He didn't, not party down. He didn't come up for party down. Oh. When I went to Party Down first, thinking I'd uh, take a shortcut, but no, you're right. He's a writer. There you go. I thought you created. There was a lot. I guess there was numerous. So he just got yeah. lost in the shuffle. Okay. And then but yeah, those are both. I mean, Party Down I think is one of the most underrated comedies, half-hour comedies I, I out there. He wrote too. That that's a CW show. Well, that's what no. that's what Veronica Mars was too. So that's why right. nobody watched it. it was... <laughs> she was also she was also in the Good Place. Which is yes. Michael Schur, creator of Parks and Rec and The Office. So, yep. um, which is really good. It's I, really popular too. Uh, I've heard really good things about it. Actually, it, I never, I didn't watch it, but yeah, I'm not going to tout it anymore. I've, I've made my piece it about it, so I think it was good. I I've enjoyed seen, it. I've seen a few episodes. Yeah, Mary, Mary started it. I never, I kind of glanced at a couple, and it didn't trip my trigger. But I, I have heard repeatedly that it's actually really entertaining. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the main guy in this movie, Jay Hernandez. Oh, sorry. They're going David Walton. From uh, <laughs> what? what? What was that movie? Crazy Beautiful? Swim yeah. fan? That's what I had to... I was asking Jenna. I was like, which one is he in? I was like, because I can't, I can't see him in anything other earlier than Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Um, but Crazy Beautiful. What, um, Crazy Beautiful was... Kristen Dunst. What's her name? Kristen Dunst. Yeah, thank you. Kirsten. Well, he, was Kirsten. In ho- he was in Hostel, too. The first Hostel. Yeah. Um, you guys watched that? I did. I know. I'm surprised. Some horror. And he's in Eli Roth. Uh, yeah. A, like, uh, Suicide Squad. Right? Yes. I heard. I, so <laughs> I haven't seen it, but <laughs> I heard he's, he is Diablo. Yeah. Yeah. He's just uh, kind of kind of here in this, you know. Well, just he looks looks good. Yeah. Yeah. That's he just, yeah. I, <laughs> he's that's just what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Right. He. Uh, I think he was Hawaii Five O. Maybe. He had a. He's the new Magnum PI. There it is. I was like, uh, I remembered he yeah. was supposed to be like heading up some like old a reboot. I didn't. Okay. Yeah, he's the new Thomas Magnum, and that's on what CBS. So all the old people watch it. Yeah, <laughs> all the old people that originally watched Tom Selleck. Yeah, they're like, oh, here we go. I know this show. That's all CBS is doing now. It's right. like, hey, there's, there's a show in the '80s. Let's uh, let's reboot that. Is it, isn't he in Tom Selleck and Blue Blue Bloods too? Or so is that CBS? <laughs> Why do I know that? And then don't they talk about blue bloods in this? Yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> this movie. Yeah. Well, that's their night. Yeah, were dying <laughs> at that line. <laughs> so Tom yeah. Selleck really does it for me. <laughs> so 
you got to say the line now for for, uh, for our listeners because they might not remember it. I'm trying to. Th- I want to make sure like I don't that they have the, their their sex night is is after <laughs> blue blood. Sunday night after blue blood. Right. Yeah, like top seller really like something really turns me on or does it for me. Uh, I, I wasn't ready for you to bring that up out of nowhere. Um, and maybe it was just maybe we made like, the connection because like, of uh, Magnum PI. But yeah, um, that one floored Mary and I. We were dying at the uh, the Blue Buds Bowl. <laughs> there was a line like that, and I don't remember which movie it was. But when Catherine Hahn just looks at her, he goes, "I think my life is the worst." And then you open your mouth, <laughs> and I go, "No, <laughs> no." She's she's just picture perfect in this. She's. A continuation of it's like, it's it's almost like the stepbrothers character got divorced t- f- 10, 15 years down the road with a yeah got yep. divorced and has a, has one kid and is a, a single mom and now is just completely gone <laughs> and got a little Peggy Bundy style yeah right totally and uh, just yeah just was just was hilarious in it well and we you know for the for the Christmas movie they introduced moms for all of them and I thought the moms were awesomely cast as well um i can say i don't really have a connection to christine baranski so no i tried i I tried to figure out what it was from and i've seen her in one of the grinch movies yeah Um, she was in the grinch the grinch but that was about it she's been a bunch of stuff but she's i I couldn't think of like what it is that i know her from but it uh it was susan sarandon as and and this uh she uh han wrote sarandon like a letter like asking her to be her mom in the movie. I, I love Susan Sarandon <laughs> at, at every age. Yeah, <laughs> like she still looks good now. Like she's great. And then Cheryl Hines. Cheryl Hines. Yep. Mom. Sorry, I glossed over. Uh, who obviously I know from Curb. Yes, um, of course. Bef- I don't know. She probably did some things before that, but I don't know. I her think everyone. That. If you're gonna know her at all, it's got to be Cheryl from Curb. From yeah. Curb. So a great over the top, uh, you know, obsessive mom. And they they kind of do look alike, so it is it was it was well cast there. Yeah, I thought that was really well done in terms of introducing like perfect moms for each character, and also you can kind of derive a little bit of that personality traits and how they might be how they are acting. Yeah, totally. Well, before we get to their moms, there. So when at the end of Bad Moms, they showed their real moms. Yeah, yeah. and that cool was touch. funny too because you're like you look at the moms, you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could definitely tell like. Catherine Hahn and her mom are, you know, look very much alike. <laughs> they, they, they sound alike too. I yeah. mean, they were. Mary said the same thing. They look a lot alike. I'm like, I, her talking makes me think it's. Just, I see that 100. percent Yeah, Kristen and, Bell's mom looked just Bell's, like her too. Right. Yeah, but and it was cool. It was neat to see. I mean, you could see some of the and Jada's mom. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Mary's like, are they're like the same age? She doesn't. They they don't even look. It's yeah. impossible. I mean, yeah, her mom looked real good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do, yeah, how old were you? It didn't look right. They, they don't look, she didn't look the right age older than Jada. Martin's, I'll say that. It's older sister. She got Will Smith's uh, age serum. <laughs> Martin's over here trying to get into an entanglement with Jada's mom. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the entanglement means, but yeah, Me sure. Neither. I can make a guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, that was an awesome touch at the end. And, uh, to see some of them, you know, like have heartfelt moments kind of kind of come out. And I think they said uh, Applegate, her mom's an actress too, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So she probably better. She may, she could have been in the movie for all I know. Honestly, don't. But that was, uh, I thought that was a cool touch. And like I said, it went a little bit more on the, I don't want to say mushy, but it like 
it was like hardcore, like funny as hell for the first 40 minutes, I thought. And then it just veered in. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, yeah, I feel like I kind of really haven't laughed in a little bit. And they went more. Yeah, it got heavy a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it. not that the story was bad by any means, but I just feel like they kind of lost a little bit of the, the comedy along the way. And I, it, they were really crushing there for a while early on with the raunchiness. And mm-hmm. it just felt like perfect. You could have really almost made an R-rated full-on mom comedy, and it would have nailed. It would have been awesome. You know they're they're trending for a trilogy, oh, yeah. so it would be just the moms then. Baranski, Hines, and Sarandon. I like the uh, casting of the moms. I don't want to watch that. No, movie. I don't. Yeah. Wanna, I don't it's watch it's that. a money grab. Come on, you know. Yeah, but that's but not the money grab. Yeah, I don't think that's the, that's the audience. Like the people that are watching this. Yeah, you want and liking this are, are the probably, original moms. Yeah. I'm not a Hollywood showrunner. <laughs> I'm just telling you what's out there. That'll be a mistake, in my opinion. Or maybe it'll do really well. I don't know. I, I, I'm with you, Brady. I think, yeah. I think it's probably probably not. They're great, perif- like uh, additional characters, but not as the not as the main. The main main attraction. Attraction. No, the. But I suppose there's like only so many ways you can tell the story. Like you yeah. said, it was a year, only a year, and she was. Uh, it was like she'd forgotten. Oh, the daughter was one. I took me a mi- I took me a hot minute to figure out. Where I was like, I know her from something. I, don't I know. was trying to think of like, I don't want to look. You I mean, Kunis's daughter. You're yeah, saying? yeah. Like, I want to, I want to know, but like, I want to try to figure it out. And I had to look it up. And it's, uh, I don't know if you guys even saw the movie, but Peach Dragon. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just oh, from on Disney. No, I have not seen that one. one Is that a Roman uh, favorite? It's, good. Uh, it's maybe not a favorite, but it's good. I actually really enjoyed it. Who's the Ron Howard's daughter? Yeah, um, Bryce Dallas. Yeah, she's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. I, I would actually recommend it. Definitely for you know. I know your kids are older. Your kids will probably like it. So it's on. Uh, it's on the plus. Nice. We'll check it out. Um, but yeah, so she was in it. Her name's like Una or O O N A. Your guess is as good as mine. I'm going with Una. Una, Una sounds right. Yeah. That it was set in Chicago. Guys... Set in Chicago, yeah. <laughs> they didn't film it here, but yeah. The, yeah, I mean, it, it seemed like I mean some of the some of the shots, but and I, I didn't know if I recognized any of the bars, but I haven't been in the city in a while. Yeah, right. Um, and they would have probably just them. yeah, they would have renamed them anyway. But yeah, it's always weird to me. So like, what do you think the sell is to set the movie in Chicago, but film it in New Orleans? Like, do is it just the it's money? I, the, is it just the, no? I know I understand the filming aspect. Oh, okay. I understand that part, but why not just set it where you film it? Like, does it really this movie? Because every movie would then be filmed or set in Atlanta. Okay, <laughs> but what's the draw? Is it just so that you can show the skyline twice? Yeah, yeah, probably give people a because like what this movie didn't require anything about Chicago really. Like there was no part of it where they were like. They had to be. They had to be in Chicago. I think they mentioned a Bulls game or something once. The second one. The second yeah. one. I, I could see the second one maybe having a little bit more draw because you can go to the lake. You can see the lights on Michigan Avenue. Oh, but they that. didn't do any of that stuff. Right. That's what I'm saying. None I, of the movie was was it was not relevant to be in Chicago. So my question is, what's the? There's is something it, about like a typical Midwest this is suburban yeah. thing that I think they're just going for, and probably throwback to John Hughes that he wrote a bunch of stuff in the Chicago suburbs. I was wondering if you think it just plays better to an, a wide audience, where yeah, it's like so. Chicago has a feeling or a, a you know yeah. we're obviously close to it, but if that comes into play, because I, think so, yeah. I totally know that they film it wherever they. Wherever they can to save some money. But it's just from for a movie like this that had no bearing on where it was actually filmed, 
It wasn't like they went to the Sears Tower, Willis Tower. It's not like they went to the lake. None of that stuff was part yeah, of the movie. And they didn't really have any jokes that required no. them to be Chicago. Like I was watching a little bit of Thunder Force. Um, I haven't. I'll, I keep. I'm gonna. I haven't finished yet. If it tells you how how good it is, I mean, you know, Melissa McCarthy's great, but I was on the fence and I saw Bateman's actually, and I was like, I gotta go. I gotta yeah, give it a shot. I'll, I'll finish it for that reason. But yeah, they, it's in Chicago as well, and there is a little more out outdoor stuff that you do see it, and they mention. It's like it's in the jokes. It's written yeah. in the jokes too. So like maybe that. Yeah, you're right. In the second movie, one there is a Bulls yeah. reference. <laughs> we went to the Bulls game. <laughs> right. Great. So like, good job. We're in Chicago. It was in my on my brain as to like. There's really no reason for Chicago, unless it just, as an idea, plays better widely as one of the one of the big cities in the country. Yeah, I think also part of the second one they kind of just harped into just having the Midwest feel, right? Because the stripper that she meets is from Cleveland, right? And just having all of that like centralized, you know, Midwestern hospitality, like having people come home for the holidays and things like that. So. Yeah, you know, that's a little bit more, I guess. Like you said, and snow probably. You need to have you need to have a place that's not in the first like, one. Right, not in the first one. I know, I'm which is where the, I'm just saying that's where they said it. Yeah. To, to, the whole thing starts right. at that point. So yeah, yeah. I just it, it's curious to me, but I did love the uh, <laughs> the stripper. Uh, yeah, I was gonna bring I was <laughs> Ty gonna, Swindell. I was gonna bring. Oh well, no, I was gonna bring up the first. In the first movie, yeah. with, uh, I know I brought up David Walton, my guy from uh, some failed uh, sitcoms. Her her husband. Oh, okay. Uh, who's who's cheating on her with a uh, a cam girl? Yeah. And it's like it's very. It's not. I think he says something like it's, it's really trendy right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, What do you know him from? What he shows? was in a bunch of failed uh, like sitcoms oh. on uh, on network TV. Yeah, he looks somewhat familiar, He's, but I couldn't place. I've him. Oh, every time I've ever seen him, I've really liked him. He has the smart ass vibe he is uh he's got a great delivery he's he's never made it he was not that good in this though i didn't think um yeah he didn't have a ton to do he didn't have a lot a lot of Um, of lines a lot of meat i'm sure he welcomed the role but uh i was happy to see him just because i have like i said i just i like he's got sack yeah (laughs) my name definitely not doing great (laughs) still there's still time that's what i'm saying but uh yeah i thought that was great when uh when she catches him and he was like, yeah, he's like developed. He's like, yeah, I've been in a relationship with him for like seven months. Obviously, there's going to be a connection. I'm not a monster. That's <laughs> uh, great. But yeah, the stripper, uh, Ty Swindell. <laughs> he's from the other show. He's from a, This Is Us. There you go. He's from the NBC oh, he is? show. Oh, okay. Is he the, the brother? Like the, the twins? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. I, I, I don't watch that show, but I've seen like one does. episode in that. Yeah that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Depends all about it. But, well, yeah. you know, you can learn a lot about a guy when you wax a sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. the no movement, no no expression. Right. <laughs> I mean, that scene was, that's one of the ones I was talking about that was not very good no. at all. Like, it's just, no. in no way, shape, or form was that anywhere based in any kind of reality. And it's not like it was that hilarious. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know. They could have done a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, but you know, they're they're introduced, whatever, a love interest or yeah. whatever for her. And normally, I'm all for ball waxing humor. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to be done tastefully. That's true. That's true. Carefully, carefully, um, carefully. The second one, def. It again, it, it wrote me in enough that I watched it yeah. on the first viewing. So it it has its moments. Coming off of watching the first one the day before. 
it definitely pales in comparison, in my opinion. Right. But it's entertaining, and I think if you, especially to just be on, it's it's a solid flick to just yeah. have on. And uh, neither of these you had to fully pay, like be deeply invested in. But I think the the biggest things with movies like this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make a draw a line with draw a, like a comparison with these movies, Step Brothers, and like Caddyshack, where you have a bunch of funny people. And when they're just like kind of let loose to, to interact with each other and maybe do some improv and maybe just just kind of have funny lines and funny scenes without really caring about the plot, which is what I feel like happened sure. in Caddyshack. Like they just realized they had all these funny comedians and just let them go and didn't really matter what was going on in the in the in the plot of uh, you know um, playing the actual golf game. Like that's where I feel like things are best, and it's it's when they get bogged down in plot that that things start to start to lose it. So I just want to see. You know, if they're gonna make a, a a threequel to this one, just let just let these three go. Give them write them some funny. Well, and Cheryl, Cheryl's an improv queen. You know, there so you that's go. right up her alley. Well, I was I was saying not do it with the old the older well, moms with the younger moms. They're, they're doing he's the, right. They're doing yeah, they're doing with the older moms. Bad moms, moms. Bad moms, moms. Okay, well that's a good title. Um, I actually when you're <laughs> when you're talking about it, it reminded me like I'm sure it was just a ton of outtakes they piece it all together. But like when they're all dancing on Santa. Yeah, you know when they are just going nuts, and I mean they're all over the place. Like you can tell they're just doing, it's just go nuts, right? Right, and it's gold. It's really that's one of the funnier parts of the mo- of that Absolutely. movie. Like we talked about last week in Step Brothers, when they're just pretending to or they're sleepwalking, <laughs> and that's you just let them go and let them see see what they do, see what they come up with. Right. So like that's that's what I want in these kinds of movies, and I hope they just do more of that and not worry so much about plot. Yeah, it's uh. I agree with you. I think that was part of it. That's the supermarket scene. It's I'm sure there's just out t- a ton of different takes and just destroy and try yeah. to be funny and make out with a couple people here and there. <laughs> <laughs> I also wonder like why why is it so it seems so much easier to write or maybe, or maybe the point is that it's hard but um, it seems so much easier to write a sitcom character and develop them and, and make them funny over seasons. You know like something like Friends where you have these characters and they, they are who they are but you, they're always funny. Um, whereas in this one, like, I feel like they, they just do, they do, do a second movie and then they just like run out of, yeah, it gets stale. Why does it get stale for a sequel movie, but not stale in a sitcom where you see them every week? That's a great question. And it's like, it's a big budget movie. Like different scenarios. Can you get better writers? But I think, yeah, I think it comes down to the writers. Writing is all it means. I, I, I think always that's what it comes down to. I mean, I think on the successful shows, you have writers that are able to consistently, just mm-hmm. keep hitting yep. and you have the two guys that wrote this, you know, they have some, they have some other movies. They both wrote on the hangover. Oh, okay. Um, the first one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a great example too. Cause right. the first hangover, original, good, funny, funny scenes, second and third, they just completely rehashed it. And yeah. I don't remember laughing at all. A little bit of, I, we could go back to the money grab scenario, yeah, 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 I yeah, think yeah. to an extent there, but I, I don't, I've seen the second one bits and pieces. I've never seen the third one. Same. You pretty much have, though. Right. That's why it's <laughs> exactly. That's why. Same. But uh, yeah, and and these movies kind of felt like, you know, hey, this and The Hangover and even Office Space to a, a certain extent was just kind of like people who are just reaching the end of the rope and are like, no, I'm done with this. Like, I'm done following the norms. I'm done, you know, following what everybody says we should be doing, and just let's just do whatever we want. Yeah. And you get that kind of feel through this. What did you guys think of all the various cameos? And I, I don't want to, because I don't want to lump uh, Wanda Sykes and Wendell Pearson as just, uh, just First cameos. of all, I was going to talk about Wendell Pierce because his 40 seconds are, <laughs> are gold. Because 
He said, I found marijuana cigarettes in your daughter's locker. Now, it looks like sour diesel or a little Afghan kush. That <laughs> got me. Totally. Nailed it. It was amazing. Yeah. That girl uh, can roll a tight game. <laughs> just, oh, perfect. Bunk. Yes. Uh, yes. He was, he was perfect. Good um, to see Bunk. Wanda Sykes, I normally do not like at all. Oh, I thought neither. her as a therapist completely works for some reason. Yeah. I thought it worked in both movies. And then as I was making that note to myself, I'm like, oh, I kind of like her as a therapist. She just has, like, the worst advice on that yes. speech. And it's like, yes, it, boundaries is, like, the biggest thing therapists should be talking about. She asks you for help to set up boundaries with her mom, and you say it's all her fault. Like, just therapy 101 yeah. completely got it wrong. I'm not a Not Wanda that I'm a therapist. I'm but. not a Wanda Sykes fan either. Um, I, don't, I don't really know. It's just her voice. I don't really know. Just never has felt like... Yeah, I've tried her stand up a few times. I just don't, um, I'm not. I just a hit for me, and I'm I'm okay with her on on Curb um, yeah. sometimes, but like yeah, generally, generally speaking, I haven't really laughed that hard. <laughs> so I don't know Vampirina. if you're. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're a fan, Jelani or not. Take it or leave it, right? Like there, are, leave it. There are times. <laughs> there are times when it's good, and there are other times when you're just like, ah, I'm not feeling this one. But the uh, the three other cameos, so we had. J.J. Watt. Yeah. J.J. Watt was a random... Uh, and I'm trying to think back from 16. I mean, I don't remember. I've, maybe he's MVP or something that year. Yeah. But he was the uh, soccer coach. Yeah. Soccer coach. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't bad. Right. He, he did he was, what he needed to yeah, do. Yeah, I don't... He's, yeah, he wasn't winning awards, but yeah, he was fine. <laughs> uh, Martha Stewart. Oh, yeah. Crush. Which no isn't a surprise anymore. I, yeah, her, I, I like Martha Stewart. Yeah. To have her... <laughs> She just found this role of being somehow hilarious and yeah, like saying saying hip. something that you wouldn't expect her to say, even though you now know that she's done it a few times. And start it still with just six works. of these a day. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Kenny G. Yeah, um, the last one. I mean, who wouldn't want who wouldn't want a Kenny G. Uh, appearance at your at a party? My hands up. <laughs> Come on, that'd be a that'd be a badass party. I think I don't need Kenny G. You guys can take him out of the boat. I can give a shit. <laughs> it's not a flute, bitch. <laughs> that's a great line. Yeah, that's, well, that's I'm right. sure was. Uh, well, I guess I'm not sure, but I bet it was fun for him. Yeah, fun for him to, <laughs> yeah. for him to say. I just thought one, getting to that that part of the movie. I just thought that fight was the worst thing I've ever seen on film. Like. Why would you destroy your own house and own tree and all of that? I'm just like, I get that they have to have a big thing because then they have the cathartic at the end. Of the what? Oh, the moon ice. Yeah, <laughs> from yeah the moon ice. That was, that was just silly things that they said. Like, no part of it was, I was like, That's this was funny or good. Yeah, that was funny. Was just, Sorry, I thought it was funny. You thought the Titanic was funny? I thought that was a funny joke. Yeah. No, didn't didn't do it for me. I was just like, stop fighting in your house with your mom. Well, I kids agree with you. <laughs> kids were uh, destroyed by that, so you're right. Yes. It's like, yeah, I was thinking that the whole time, too. I'm like, where's the rest of the family? Of course, they're right there watching. Yeah. One thing, though, I back to, kind of back to the Chicago thing, as, as I knew it was Chicago, and I saw them going in bars, and I just saw them at parties and crowded places. Yeah. I was, I just had such a, I want that back well, so bad. <laughs> yearning for it. Yeah, that's a good word. We went back to Iowa this last weekend, and I we sat on a patio, full full yeah. patio at uh, at Big Grove. Yeah, and it was fantastic, enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and I w- we actually ate dinner indoors uh, with a couple of buddies, and that was the first time I've done that in a while. So, I mean, we're 
it was I didn't you know I didn't feel uncomfortable, but obviously it's out of the out of the norm for sure. I mean, I haven't yep. just haven't done it. So good to be vaccinated. I know. So I decided to go to like the worst state in the country to do it. And I was like, all right, Iowa. Let me t- let me test my boundaries. <laughs> See how good this vaccine works. Yeah. Make sure I'm uh, I'm free and clear. Spit directly into my mouth, please. <laughs> no, it was fine. So yeah, I think. Well, I think we're all waiting for the weather to get a little bit better. But I mean, we're we're approaching the we're we're getting some teas mm-hmm. teasing we had that 85 and degrees. Tease, so, yeah. So it's like we kind of keep. Kind of getting a get, is it warm? Is it almost warm? Um, yeah, so hopefully, you know, in May we can cross over and I think get ourselves to uh, back to let's just state. hug everybody. Yeah, for sure. Summer's gonna be lit, <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody's trying to make it happen. Clark Duke, the <laughs> Clark Duke <laughs> experiment. Um, he had little to do in this movie for better or worse. I definitely talked. When we did the Hot Tub Time Machine episode, I thought he was fantastic in that movie. He did nothing in this movie whatsoever. And I think Jelani's alluding to uh, a TikTok that Martin sent over to us about uh, someone, people trying to make Clark Duke happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, th- I thought he was believable as, right, like as like a douchey yeah. coffee boss that's trying Fair. to be cool, to every, cool with everybody, um, a startup kind of a thing. But yeah, it wasn't it was a Coffee co? Coffee go, yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, he didn't. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't very funny or anything. So, no, yeah. he, he. Considering how funny I thought he was in Hot Tub Time Machine, he, there was nothing about him that was funny. And yeah, other than unless you found him his family tattoo, maybe. But <laughs> I care about family. I have a tattooed right here. <laughs> Speaking of family, we got another uh, callback to Fast and Furious. Yeah, we did. I, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you cannot get away from this cultural touchstone, man. Yeah, it's everywhere. So I'm so glad. I, I'm so glad you guys made me watch it. So right. I, I so get all the references, <laughs> even though that was from the first movie, which I have seen. But she did say she slept with him after what Fast Six. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say though, there was the project, the Bad Moms project, was originally set up at Paramount with uh, Apatow set to produce, and Leslie Mann set to star. Shock. I know. But as someone who is a big Leslie Mann fan, I, I could totally have seen her. Oh, she would have been in, great. In a role. I don't yeah. know. You know. Well, I, the, I think Catherine Hahn is unbeatable. Yeah. I'm, without throwing any names out there, I just don't see anyone that's going to crush what she did. Um, but and I, I, thought, I mentioned earlier, I thought they was really well cast. Kristen Bell and Mila Kunis. Les, there's a home for Leslie Mann in there somewhere. Yeah. Do you think she just reprises her "This is This is Forty" character? I think she could go more like I, I think more she over the top. Yeah, on the, on the next I think one. she could have been like more vulgar. She could have been more so I, more forty year old version. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe a middle ground. I don't. know. <laughs> but I just I when I read that I was like, yeah, I could get I, Leslie Mann. I could I could see her in uh, the triumvirate, but. That's all I got for casting news in the uh, what could have been. <laughs> yeah, I think I enjoyed it from the standpoint of, you know, it was fine. It was good to see, like, somebody take these four or these three women and let them cut loose. Like, you let would. them cook. Right, exactly. Like they would with, you know, Anchorman or Step Brothers or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. And just let them have fun, right? Like, yeah. Don't make them sideline characters and don't, you know, 
Like they are funny. They are funny individuals, and let them let them show it. And they women did. can be funny. They crushed a twenty million dollar budget. And they made like one eighteen. I don't yeah. think anyone was disappointed by it. Yeah. And I just think you, like I said, I felt like they were on the verge of heading towards like hysterical. This movie is you got to see this, and the they pulled off a little bit and decided they went for the more complete story instead of just making that raunchy comedy. And I feel like that there's a there's a line there. I think I'm interested. I'm interested in the full on. Give me an hour and a half of uh, of moms, a dirty mom. Like, movie. yeah, that's right. That, I think I think you're nailing it. What I, what I was trying to say earlier is, yes, I want the hard R. Yeah. Version. It, it, was this R? Was rated R? It felt like it had to be, but I yeah. Could, but I feel like they could have went even even yeah. It I think had, it they had to be. They yeah. had to both be R's for sure. <laughs> um, but even even more hard R and just less less of the less they're any making, lessons. They're making or penis cookies at, <laughs> in the second one. So. <laughs> God, everything she does is funny. <laughs> so, so my question then is: Have you guys seen? I want to say it's Rough Night or Girls Trip. I don't know. Like I've no, never seen either. either one. Well, you definitely have to know the name of them for us to know if we've seen them. Rough Night is the one with uh, Scarlett Johansson and uh, Kate McKinnon, I believe, are the two like big headliners. You are right about who's yeah. in that movie. Uh, uh, no. Okay, uh, I have not seen it, but the, why? I don't even is that think terrible? I know about how, it. Yeah, how are those two people in a movie that I, that I don't even never heard of either? Jillian Bell, is she related to Kristen? Mm. Zoe Kravitz, a lot of places. This is a good cast. Yeah, so I think they we Demi Moore. They started on the trend of mm-hmm. like giving women the raunchy comedies, and I think Girls Trip is kind of the same way. Well, this is at, this is seventeen, so this would have been after. Bad Moms. Bad or is moms. that what you mean? Bad Moms was first. Right. I think Bad Moms was first. And then they kind of saw that this is a potential, like, we can go down this path. But I just don't know if Girls Trip was 2017, too. Go down the full, like, full raunchy, like, hangover style. And that's style. Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. And that's Tiffany Haddish. Shady well, well I do and like you her. can say, potentially, I would say Bridesmaids probably set the table for that in, in 2011. That was good. Yeah. Um, personally, I would think that one would have been the... The catalyst. Yeah. There you go. Into kind of showcasing. That movie was 2011. I know. I was Jesus. baffled. I thought it was going to be 2016. Yeah. I, I didn't. It's 10 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. So there would be no man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yep. So yeah. I think that would have been maybe the, the, the ripple in the water. And then from there, obviously, it was five years until Bad Moms. Or maybe it just took that long to kind of get going. But that... It's there, and I mean, to your point, there's other attempts there. I don't know either of the movies that you referenced, so I don't yeah. know if those are just misses or... And, and I'm wondering if, the, you know, when they think about, like, the demographic that will go see it, they do want some of that hard, some of that, like, more than just the straight raunch where, you know, like, you give Hangover and you're just like, I I don't care about the story. I just want yeah. the straight raunch. But there was a story. Yeah, there was, but, I mean, it was... I would say get him to the wedding, gentle, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying I think there's a way. There's, you know, you goes back. You just you, the writers. You need writers that can find a way to follow an arc and then just completely explode. You know, comedy bombs all the way through it. And this really felt noticeable to me. The first Bad Moms, it just kind of ended. It was just like, I, okay, I haven't laughed. I, this kind of hasn't been funny in like 15, 20 minutes, and I was like. Then there was some little laughs here and there, but like for a while, it was like we were la- rolling on the couch laughing. I just want minimal arc 
maximum laughs. Yes, <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all I'm asking for. Obviously, like, and I feel R. like hangover. Yes, obviously, rated R. Obviously, I think the hangover is is that like minimal arc. There was minimal sure. character development or lessons. It was just all about getting him to the wedding, and there was just ma- maximum fun. Um, and yeah, that that definitely set. I think set the tone for for a lot of movies. Kind of after a lot of comedies after because it, it was so massively successful. Um, Bridesmaids, you know, people say is like the that the time hangover was two thousand nine. I did. I would, that I would guess. That doesn't sound as far fetched because that, right. that, that that makes sense. I just didn't know Bridesmaids was two years two years later. Two years later. Yeah, that's crazy. So, that's I, as I pulled it up, I was baffled with the same. Thing. I did more math there. Is that a problem? Impressive on the fly too. <laughs> on the fly math. Count two, starring Martin Clare. <laughs> oh boy, and I am in. Counting one was good. Oh my god! What? I didn't know you liked it. Oh, you didn't? Oh, I thought it was, assumed you was like hated on principle. No. Yeah, no, you just good. told us. I didn't watch it. For you a told while. us last week you don't like those type of movies. I feel like he even told us outright he didn't like the accountant. He doesn't even like his accountant. <laughs> <laughs> um Kevin. No, I said what what types of what types of movies? Like are the Jack saying? Ryan like type espionage. You know, Affleck. <laughs> Anything with Ben Affleck. Yeah, I think I think I said you guys like it more than I do, but I enjoy yeah. the accountant. Fair, I actually yeah. do think that. I'm pretty was sure. Pretty sure that's why I said I think you guys are. I like much your, your version. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> Where I hate it. Yeah. Where I hate them all. Lonnie's out of something. <laughs> I'm a movie fan. I like them all. Well, as always, thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're currently enjoying this podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by searching our. O-U-R, Film Fathers. Thanks, and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Go to bed.